Welcome to episode 15 of the unofficial, yet totally awesome, Gilmore Girls podcast. I'm Alicia. And I'm David. And this episode, we're going to talk about the episode of Gilmore Girls that played the other night, The Real Paul Anka. And we're going to talk about spoilers for the upcoming episode, I Get a Sidekick Out of You. First, the episode that just played, um, that was episode 6. 18, so there's four episodes left in season six, mm. and it's getting pretty intense. And it's going by pretty quick, too. I thought we'd have more time, but obviously not. It's going by fast. And we even had a bunch of breaks in there, too, which is kind of yeah, crazy. I know. It's been a long season. Yeah, but this episode in particular was pretty good. Got a lot of ground covered, opened up a lot of issues. Like, nothing was necessary, you know, things weren't resolved, but a lot of different, like, a lot of the sub stories that are in, going on right now. Each one is coming up to a boiling point, which is cool, kind of cool to watch. But at the same time, it had all the funny people in it. You know, it had Kirk, Mrs. Kim, Paris, Richard and Emily, Lane. They're always good to have in there, always to break up the monotony and mm-hmm. decrease some of the intense scenes. Yeah, and, and you got to, you know, the things, the reason a lot of people watch Gilmore Girls, you know, and the reason we love it is, is for the humor and the funniness and the, you know, the style of writing that's in the show and it, it comes out in those actors those support actresses and actors yeah this episode had a lot of funny parts a lot of very quotable parts in it which are pretty good so david favorite funny part my favorite funny part uh my favorite funny part was when emily was playing with sissy in luke's diner <laughs> that she, was really funny well it was funny starting out because when you see them walk when you see Lorelai and Richard walking into Luke's and you see Emily sitting there with the little girl, I was like, oh, that kind of looks like April. That's pretty ironic. Yeah. And then you find out that Emily thinks it's April. Yeah. And when she finds out that it's not, she's like, well, I was bonding with it. She keeps calling it <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, after she realized it wasn't April. Yeah, and I, you know, I thought that was funny. You know, we'll, we'll get to why they were there in a minute. But as... You you know come into the scene and you see her bonding with this local town girl and they're playing cards and stuff. Like I wasn't thinking that she thought that was April. I was just thinking that Emily went to the diner, ran into this cute little girl, and was having a sweet little moment with her. And she's trying to you know they're thinking about buying a house in Stars Hollow. At least we think they are. So maybe she was just trying to get to know some people in the town and be a part of the town and enjoy like. The townness? I don't know. The, yeah, the bonding, atmosphere? Yeah, the atmosphere, you know, like the a... community. Becoming a part of the community. And so, like, there I thought, oh, maybe the writers are trying to slowly get us used to the idea of Emily and Richard being town folk of Stars Hollow. And I thought that would be really, that'd be really a cool way of doing it. And you could see how sweet she was with her and stuff. You know, like playing a little game of go fish and stuff. And, and then it all just turned south and when, they, when she realized that wasn't... Luke's daughter. <laughs> well, I just started rolling when she kept calling her it because it reminded me. You, you used to do that when your mom had your baby sister. Yeah. You're like, oh, can I poke it? <laughs> and I was I like, David, it? it's not an it. It's, it's, a, it's a she. <laughs> it's a she. <laughs> so she was like, I was bonding with it. And then she kept calling it like little idiot and moron. <laughs> and she's like a little eight-year-old girl. Little girl. But yeah. she was so cute. So that, that was my funniest moment. What, what was your funniest moment? Oh, gosh, I had a bunch. Oh, yeah? I guess let's start from the beginning. Oh, you got to go to the beginning, huh? Yeah. It's a very good place to start. Um, first thing was the real Paul Anka dream. Yeah, that was pretty weird. 
where like the no, the, it's the real Paul Anka. No, the dog Paul Anka. <laughs> and they kept like they had switched roles, and then they met in the middle of the street. And he thought they were gonna duel or something, but it was pretty funny. I liked the whole back and forth between Lord. Lorelai and Rory, which is something that I've missed. We haven't gotten as much of this season, so that yeah. was good. It's good to see them bond like that and have their little moments. I like that. But the whole thing where she was like, the dog Paul Anka? No, the real Paul Anka. Like, the way that they said that just reminded me, and I've referred to this movie before, but the Princess Bride in the scene when they're both going to drink from the cup and one has poison and one doesn't, he's like, well, it's obviously not the goblin in front of me. It's obviously not the goblin in front of you. You know, it's just back and forth like that. And I was like, yeah. this reminds me of that a lot. I wonder if they maybe got the idea from there or something. Hmm. That's a little stretching, but yeah, it, it's it's cute that it reminded you of that. Now, the, the Paul Anka, if anybody's a new listener to the show or, you know, a, a new watcher of Gilmore Girls, uh, Paul Inca is like a lounge singer in Vegas, so if you want to know more about him, you can go to our website. He does a really good cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit. I dig it. And and some other stuff. And then there's other songs I didn't even know were his, and I was like, sweet, dude. <laughs> that stuff's cool. So, GilmoreGirlsPodcast.com if you want to learn more about the real Paul Inca. Another thing that I thought was funny and very classic of a jealous girlfriend or woman scorned was when Lorelai was throwing around the bag that... Anna gave Luke and just beating the crap out of it. She yeah. just chucked it in the back of the truck. I was like, really that funny. is awesome. I know that, like, there's one of your old girlfriends, you had something that she had given you, and I was just treated to, like, crap. And I was like, <laughs> I don't remember what that was. Are you talking about me? Yeah. I don't remember what that was. But I just remember doing the same thing, so I totally get it. Yeah. That. And I got an email from someone that, that thought that that was really immature and kind of dumb of Lorelai, and I thought, nah, it's kind of cute. I mean, she didn't really make a big scene about it. She was just sort of. Being cute and being Lorelai. So I, don't, I didn't have a problem it with that. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I thought it was funny also. Um, the whole trip with Luke and April was just hilarious. I love just hearing April talk. I think she's my new favorite character. Yeah. She's, and they're doing she's a, really funny. And they're doing a good job of introducing her. A lot of like sitcoms and like dramas, when you know the, the plot's getting kind of weak or you know maybe they need better you know situational stuff for comedy, hence sitcom so they'll add like a character they'll just throw somebody in there and it seems really unnatural and weird and you're like who the hell is that guy he's like oh he's our wacky cousin from out east you know it's like what no you know what i mean like i'm like full house they'll throw some like dude in who's like a surfer guy i'm like where the hell did he come from he's just there oh come on cut it out <laughs> he's like he's like hey this is totally radical i'm gonna go surfing or yeah it's like what dumb the Simpsons made fun of that whole stereotype once before. Like in the middle of the the episode, they just threw in some random character and didn't explain who he was or what he was doing there. He just had all sorts of one-liners and stupid jokes. So, well, anyways, I said all that to say this. I think it's really cool that uh, you know, as they introduce April, it's slow and it's systematic, and the stuff she says is funny and cute. So it's not, and we know who she is, obviously. So it's not like a you know, it's not like they're trying to add her just to keep the storyline going you know what i mean she's sort of a valid character so i enjoy that and, and she's really cute i just like hearing her talk yeah um the whole the whole trip like when they were singing the element song that was so funny yeah. and i'm just i look at her and i'm like oh that was totally me when i was her age because it was like the dorky smart kid who liked nerdy songs like that and wore yeah. the glasses and, and went on little special honor class trips yeah i went up to a math contest or two <laughs> But I yeah, don't know if we won or not. Anyways. Um, and the whole fact that she likes this boy and that was cute. doesn't want to tell anybody, he doesn't want him to know, was yeah. pretty good. Um, 
I like. I thought it was hilarious when she got all weirded out when Luke started talking to her crush, Freddie. Yeah. And she's like, okay, I'm going to do some homework now. <laughs> yeah, and I also thought it was cute. Like, at the very beginning of the trip, she was calling him Luke. Mm-hmm. And then right at the end, not necessarily to him, but to her girlfriends, she called him her dad. She was like, my dad's ridiculously overprotective. And her friend was like, yeah, ridiculously. And, I, and, <laughs> and like, you'd think that he would feel like shut out from that, but it actually kind of like welcomed him into her life. Especially because at the beginning, he was like, okay, tell him who I am. And she's like, that's Luke. That's Luke. Yeah. And then he just like sat back down. Yeah, but it was really cute. I liked when she told Luke about her crush on Freddie, and she was like, <laughs> I'm a girl. He's a boy. And yeah. he was like, oh, you like him. And he was like, are you even old enough to like boys? And she was like, well, I don't know, but it's a fact either way. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, don't sit next to me. It, you know, ruins my chances with him. And- yeah, and that wasn't like a sad moment. He was, She was just sort of explaining like what his role is as a parent. Right. Because he obviously didn't have a clue. And she was like, you're, I know you're oblivious. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it was nice. It was sweet the way it was done. Nobody's feelings got hurt. So. Um, I, I had an inkling that this was totally going to work out this way, but, uh, they confirmed it this episode. I just knew that if Rory and April ever met, that they would totally get along. Yeah. And they did. Yeah. Um, when, when April or not April, but well, April went with Luke to Jess's little opening of opening house slash art place, whatever poetry thing. Yeah. yeah. So she's there and Rory also got an invitation in the mail to come to this exact same event. In Philadelphia. In Philadelphia. And, so. and Luke and April stopping by there on their little field trip that they took. Right. Which is kind of weird that, like, Luke would go out of his way to make to bring April. Like, I know he went to go see Jess, but he brought April to see her cousin. And yet, and yet Lorelai hasn't, really hasn't been formally introduced. I know. It's frustrating. It was weird. Well, and was then it? right when they introduced, right when uh, April was introduced to... Rory, I, like for a moment, I was like, "Oh no, is he not going to mention that this?" Well, because is- he was like, "Oh, this is my friend from Stars Hollow that I've known for a long time," and then he was like, "She's actually the daughter of the woman that I'm with, my fiance, fiance. Lorelai." It's complicated, and I was like, "It shouldn't be complicated. It shouldn't it's just be. be like this is my fiance's daughter, Rory. Remember, I've told you about her." Or how uh, about this is Rory, and then uh, April, April already knows exactly who she's talking about because Rory knew who April was. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Oh, it's the famous April." And it was cute when when April told Rory, you have a great face. Yeah. And Rory was like, so, thanks, so do you. <laughs> and then I don't know if people noticed this because we only noticed this the second time that we watched the show. When um, Jess and Luke were talking over to the side, you could hear at first. And then you see them finishing their conversation when Luke's walking back. Uh-huh. But Rory and April were having like a little girl talk. And that's my whole thing about them getting along. I knew that that would be like that. They totally would get because along. Because April reminds me of a younger version of Rory. Right. You know? And she was telling her about telling either Luke or Freddie that she liked Freddie and how she knew it was a big mistake the moment she told him. And she, they shut up when Luke got close because she right. didn't want him to hear that. And it was totally adorable. It was, it was like, oh, she needs like an older yeah. person, like a big sister to confide in like that. And I really hope that they bring that out in the next season at least because I think that would be really cool. And you you you're talking about how she you know, just blurted out, oh, you have a nice face. And I was thinking that April is either young enough or like socially inept enough to just speak her mind. It's, I mean, stuff just comes out. You know what I mean? The, the she's still got that innocence where she can just say whatever she wants yeah. and not, and not and, embarrassed about it as much, except with boys, obviously. But. Right, but I'm torn between whether it's because she's young or because she's not like in with that social, like she doesn't understand the social 
uh, you know, ramifications of some of the things that she's going to say. She just thinks it. She's a smart girl, and then she just says it. So I, I can't. I, I don't know which. I'm torn between the two of those. But I think it's really cute for her character. Um, we had mentioned earlier when Emily was in Luke's diner, and the reason she was there was because. Lorelai at the beginning of the show sees Richard and Emily walking around Stars Hollow and is like, what the hell are they doing here, mm-hmm. you know, and realizes, oh, they're talking to Kirk and he's a realtor. So mm-hmm. she goes to this Stars Hollow to her parents. They tell her that they were there antiquing and they were going to go over to Washington Depot, which we have a listener who, li- who lived actually there. lives there, yeah. mm-hmm. or, or did live there. And that, she's isn't that there. the town that... That's the town that inspired... Uh, Amy Sherman Palladino and is it Dan Daniel Palladino? To her husband. Her husband. That was the inspiration for Stars Hollow. And that's yes. where we want to move. <laughs> because if it's like Stars Hollow, we totally want to live there. Check it out. They do have selectmen. They do have town selectmen. I checked it out. You could totally be that, David. Yeah, if you. Uh, you could I think be Taylor. A, I totally could. Oh, that'd be kind of gross. I open up my own market. Sweet. Oh, would you open up your own like Sunday slash candy shop? Heck yeah, for the late night trucker crowd. Be sweet. Oh, can I get free samples? I'll give you. I'll give you some free samples. That'd be alright. Sweet. Well, if anybody wants to check out the, like the actual official website for that, uh, someone was nice enough, and I'll I'll get her name here in a second. Somebody was nice enough to actually put in the comments for last episode uh, a, a link to their official one. It was actually Becky from Washington Depot, oh. and the website is washingtonct.org. That's uh, the official, you know, government site for that particular town. So, you know, they got a calendar oh, of events. and it's Washington, and not Washington Depot. It's just they mentioned it called it Washington Depot on the show. Yeah, well, she I says it's Washington. Okay, maybe maybe the people there call it Washington Depot. You know what I mean? Like locals. I don't know. I don't know. Check out the website and <laughs> find out. Yeah. So that, that's that's in the comment section for the uh, our last podcast. I just thought it was funny how she was putting down Stars Hollow, and she was like, oh, well, there's the meth labs, and here's Chop Shop Alley and Carjack Lane. Yeah, that was funny. And then she called um, the mayor of the town Gropey McGee, <laughs> and then when they go to Dosie's Market, Taylor's there, and she's like, oh, this is Gropey McGee. Yeah, I, that, that was that was a very Lorelai thing to do to try and, you know, in a nonchalant way, try and convince her parents that Stars Hollow isn't the town for them, but she actually hasn't, you know, spoken out loud that she knows that they're trying to move there. And they, that, they haven't told to her do. that either. Yeah. So I think that would be, I don't know if that would be how that would work out. Having them there all the time. It'd be different. Um, another funny thing throughout the whole episode was the whole thing with, um, the wedding dress for Lane, that Mrs. Kim brings over yeah. and it was like the one she wore and it's got pants. <laughs> And it's all like covers like, up every inch like of a, your body except for your face. Yeah, it looks like a moo moo. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's well, moo moos. Um, I just think it's funny because Mrs. Kim is like, "Oh, all you need are her height and her arm lengths because she doesn't want her to alter like to make it tight fitting or anything. Yeah. She just wants her to make it um, a little bit shorter for Lane. Yeah, and then Lane like uh, finds her walking around looking. She's uh, still looking for her parents when Lane finds her, and she <laughs> runs up and tries to convince her to destroy the dress not to alter it just to outright destroy it and she tries to give her money and she's all it's all about the hamilton's baby <laughs> which is hilarious to us because it's um 
It's an homage to the Saturday Night Live skit. Lazy Sunday, yeah. which you guys should check out if you have not seen it. It's pretty good, especially if you like Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah, and I would put a link up to it on on our website, but they've since decided that that's not going to be a free download. They want you to go to iTunes and pay for that. So even though they want you to pay for it, I'll okay. I'll, I mean, I'll look for it. I'll see what I can find. Yeah, see if you can find a free one because it's a goddessy. It's definitely funny. And if you like cupcakes, <laughs> and well, just if you're a, vines, if, if you're a moviegoer, you'll you'll and think Mr. Pip <laughs> and Google Maps. Yes, all that's those, all I'm gonna say. That's all. I, <laughs> okay, I think I've said too much. Okay, cutie. Okay, um, the last scene of the episode was awesome with like the music, and you see like the wedding dress, and you think, oh, they're gonna show her like. Spinning around really fast around it, like altering it and making it into this awesome dress. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. She's going to make it like really hip and really modern. No. No. She just throws coffee on it to ruin it like Lane asked her to do. Um, And I think we see in the previews that she has like a cool dress for her instead. And I wonder if one reason she destroyed it like that was to take out the frustrations from her own wedding. Uh, Maybe. Might be reaching there. I don't know. Somebody, a couple of people suggested that, and it could be true. Could just be doing a girl a favor. Maybe so. She could be just doing it for the Hamiltons. But she's going to have to face the wrath of Mrs. Kim now. Yeah, there's definitely going to be some explaining to do. Drama. Something. <laughs> Dilemma. <laughs> okay, so I think we've covered all the funny parts, and now we have to get Well, to, not all the funny parts. Well, all the if parts we thought episode, were funny. You've got to download it. You've got to ask a friend who's T-voted it. Etc. Because there's so many other like funny little Gilmoreisms and little parts that we can't right. cover. It's impossible. So well, we covered the funniest ones. All right, well, the funniest ones to us. Yeah. So check it out. It's a very good episode. So now down to the serious, dramatic part of the show. Yeah, the not not so funny part. Not so funny. And I was really nervous about this. Like I felt sick to my stomach at times, but it turned out really well. It turned out better than you expected. <sighs> so Rory's back. With Logan. We knew that last episode, right? Mm-hmm. They're living together. We knew that they were distant last episode, and it's still bad. I know. They're not talking. Like, they're not boyfriend and girlfriend again. They're just living together. Living in the same place. You know what I mean? They don't say goodbye like they used to. Like, he tried to kiss her by, and she, like, tried to pull away from him. Like, yeah. she could, could barely stand to kiss him. At the paper, she made me really mad because she ends up writing his article for him, which really pisses him off. And I would be mad, too. And she's like, well, from past experience, I didn't think you'd finish your your article, so I wrote it for you. Mm-hmm. And he's pissed. Yeah. And so then when she goes home that night, he's drinking with his friends, and they're planning their graduation trip, which, by the way, I got an email asking how come they're graduating this year if Rory is only in her third year. But Rory is only in her third year. It's Logan that's Logan graduating. Logan's graduating, right. He's a year ahead of her. And so are... Uh, Colin and Finn and, and his buddies and stuff. Yeah, so it's their final bash. Their hurrah. Rory's still got another year. So, yeah. and it, after after the well, you, know, you can watch the episode to see some of the details of what happens there. But they they're planning this trip, you know, this one last big, you know, life and death brigade hurrah type thing, and yeah. it's pretty dangerous. And he's. Rory's expressing her concern about the danger of this trip. Right. Logan's like, thinking she's just, you know, being, cramping his style yeah, and trying to... In a wet blanket. You know, rain on his parade because she's mad at him. And she's like, no, I'm, 
worried about you, and right. he's not seeing it that and way. And then he does finally say, well, you you ha- still haven't forgiven me. Yeah, he totally called her out. And it's which, true. Which is good, because I'm so sick of them dragging stuff out. Like, if Lorelai and Luke would do that. I know, just get a, you know, get a drag out fight, I'll tell you what. It'd be good. But... I'm really nervous now because he leaves on his trip. She doesn't even kiss him. Oh, bye. yeah, totally. Like, when, he's just like, okay, bye. And then, like, leaves and yeah, doesn't Yeah, when, when he leaves, they didn't do a proper goodbye, so that's not good. Especially for this dangerous trip. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say right now. I know. Don't say any more. So then Rory gets an invite from Jess. Yep, a little smile on her face. And when it shows the scenes in Philly, they have a new law law for Philadelphia. Yeah, that's kind of cute. Eh, I still like my favorite one better, <laughs> the one with no vocals. See, we don't we, we don't know if that's a new La La or just a new one for Philly, but I've never heard it before. Is it, and they only play. The I don't know what Philly. they call those intro music bumpers. I don't we call them La Las. Okay, we'll call them La Las from, from henceforth. We would play them, but we don't have the rights to. I know I'm working on that. So once we do, we'll play them, and then maybe we can do like a contest or something. But until then, yeah. we can just describe them. Yeah. <laughs> Which isn't very good. I guess you could sing them. You don't want to hear that. Yeah. We would lose they, all our listeners. And they have the same lyrics, so it'd be tough to really discern. Actually, some of them go ba-ba oh, instead true. of la-la. And then one of them has no lyrics. The my favorite one with mm-hmm. the trumpets, we still can't oh, find the name I know. Of. I've looked for everything, like in credit song from Gilmore Girls. I mean, hmm. It's a cute ditty. It's too bad it doesn't have lyrics, because then we could just type it in Google. I know. And it's hard to type Lala and Google and figure out the name of it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so when we first see Jess, he's looking okay. Um, in fact, David wants to steal his style. <laughs> That's which a cool I'm look. like, okay, Jess. I already wear jeans and a t-shirt, throw on a blazer, and all of a sudden I'm hip. Hip? Cool. Maybe. Are we not saying that anymore? Jess. Swinging? You're Jess? I don't want to be Jess. <laughs> you already kind of look like him. Oh, no. Are you going to dress like him? That's not going to go over good in this household. I'm not trying to be like Jess. I'm just saying. Well, that's a Logan cool wears blazers, so maybe it's okay. And his are all tattered and torn off like a bottom at Goodwill. I buy stuff at Goodwill already. No, he doesn't. I just. <laughs> He's not allowed to. It's foreboding. <laughs> Anyways, so I just gotta go a little further down the rack, get some of the torn up blazers. So when I first see Jess and I see the girl in his shirt, I was like, "Is that Rory?" Is it t- it, it kind of looked like Rory, Rory, yeah. But then you see that it's just a little girl smoking a cigarette. Yeah, one of those weird indie, kind of arty hippie. Things. Yeah. yeah. I have to say that I'm very happy for Jess. He seems successful now. I was very proud of him for paying Luke back. He's a man now with grown up, learning right. his mistakes. But a, but a point was proven in this episode, people, that Ro oh, Rolo, I tried to say Rogan. That didn't work out either. But <laughs> I meant to say Rolo uh-huh. is forever. Totally. Rory and Logan forever. Because if Rory can see the successful Jess and still say, I'm in love with Logan. Which she did. Then that proves that they're meant to be. Mm-hmm. And Jess is out of the picture. Done. So I think that was a good way to close off his character and show that, okay, this, you know, uh, Jess has gone off and done his own thing and it's going to be just fine. As a, he's a success. and he, But he's know, not meant for Rory. He's not meant for Rory. Done. Closure. There's not a bunch of viewers of Gilmore Girls wondering, oh, I wonder when Jess is going to come back. When's he going to swoop in and save the day? Because he's, he's not. It's done. Sorry. Over. As much as it was hard for me, though, to watch the scene 
with them because like they were sitting on the stools and he kept moving closer kept leaning in. and closer and I was like no have willpower Rory don't kiss him and she did and I was like oh well, a little bit I'll- of throw up just came up in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> I would say that he kissed her but she kissed him back for, Not a, for really. a second but then my girl Rory pulled through uh-huh. and she pulled away from Jess yeah. and I was like you go girl and then she was like I'm still in love with him he cheated on me and I can't even cheat on him back but I'm still in love with him and I was like yes and I started I stood up and started hooping and hollering and doing a little dance yes you did a cute little dance it was awesome and I was like oh take that Jess <laughs> what's up now <laughs> Don't say that but I was thinking you it, were Caleb. thinking it yes so, but be nice to Jess. He's he's doing all right. I was gonna give him some more props. Right. Or Milo. I was okay. Oh no, Milo's getting props. Jess is I played you. by Milo. Same guy. Yeah. So I watched his new show, Bedford Diaries. You watched that? Yeah, I watched it Wednesday. Oh. I didn't tell you. Oh. Because you think Gilmore Girls is the only show on television right now. Why don't you know they had that? Well, I don't know when it. When's it come on? Wednesday nights, nine o'clock Eastern, hmm. eight o'clock Central. I don't even know what that show's about. Is it about Milo? It's like Dawson's Creek, the college years, kind of, but they're in this class, and each week they have a different theme, and they have to do like this video tape of themselves talking to their professor about it. Like This week it was about secrets. Like The first mm. week it was about sex, but I just saw that in the previews. Someone told me that the whole show is about sex. Is that... That was just... I think that was, the so previews just was just like for the first episode. Trying to be able to watch it. Yeah. Hmm. Because this one wasn't, I mean, it had a little bit about sex, but not the whole episode, you know. But I'm not sure if I like it yet. This is the first time I watched it. See, but you also come you also come to the table. Every time you see Milo, you think of Jess. So he's well, got to do he, stuff to shake off that. Well, he needs to stop talking like it. <laughs> That's his voice. It's not like he's a like he's a no, cartoon no, no. character way- like voiceover person where he can like change his voice depending on what character no, he's doing. The way he says stuff is uh-huh. different, or it should be different because it's not. Hmm. You don't know. No, all right. What what season did Jess come in? Like uh, second or third? Okay, second, I think. All right, I remember watching those on like ABC Family. And right when he first got there, I was thinking, man, this guy can't act for crap. Like, it seemed like he's reading his lines, his force. No, I think he, no, I mean, he's a better actor now. But let's say that maybe the way he found to be natural in, in the, in Jess's shoes, the character Jess, was to just kind of be himself. You know what I mean? Like, talk like he normally talks, but just read the lines and, and become comfortable with it. So now, since he's really comfortable with that character, for him to go over to, uh, the, Bedford, what's it called again? Bedford Diaries. The Bedford Diaries. For him to go over the Bedford Diaries, he still has a lot of that in him, and it's going to come out in that other character. And there's a good chance he got typecasted for the Bedford Diaries because he was this, you know, cool young college guy. Well, what was I was going to say was, is he plays Rick, who is the editor of his college newspaper, kind hmm. of familiar, Rory, <laughs> but. Uh, He's like a cross between Jess and Logan because he's still like the bad guy Uh because he got into a bunch of trouble when he was younger, but he's a rich kid. Oh, he's got money? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of cocky when it comes to that part. Did they take the same Porsche from uh, Gilmore Girls and just drive it onto the set of Bedford Diaries? I didn't see a car. You didn't see a Porsche? No. But the reason it's called Bedford Diaries is because Bedford is the name of the college. Oh. And they have to do the video diary for their class. Mm. How literal. That's kind of like Gilmore Girls. 
You see, Alicia, these girls. Yeah, their last name's Gilmore, Alicia, and then they both happen to be girls. I ran into it. You know what? That that reminds me of something. I ran into someone at school that was offended by the word girl. When you when you refer to somebody who's not, I was like, well, what do you mean, girl? She's like, like well, a woman. Yeah, she. Was, I mean, she's a woman. She's like twenty maybe, and she's like, well, I'm not a girl. I was like, oh, okay, sorry, woman. Uh, but even that, like, sounds kind of, like coming from me. Like, if I say woman wrong, it could be derogatory. Well, you know what I mean? Because when you're mad at me, and you're like, woman. Yeah, exactly. Come so, at me a pot. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then I just laugh at you. I was like, so what, what age do you, are you not a girl? And she didn't have a really good answer, but whatever. Well, I call myself a girl sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, girls night out. You don't say yeah. woman's night out. It's always going to be girls night out. You don't say girlfriend. You say woman. Or, I mean, you, don't, you say girlfriend, not woman friend. Right. Or lady friend, which is how you introduced me for a while. <laughs> so I didn't even know if I was your girlfriend because I was like, does he mean that I'm just a lady that's his friend? Keep, keep him hanging. So anyways, Bedford Diaries, I'm going to watch again this week. I'll keep you posted whether I like it or not. It didn't, it's like shows take me a couple of episodes to hook me on. So I'm not saying it's a lost cause yet. Yeah. And then there's some other shows where just a couple episodes and they can totally lose me. But it took you a couple episodes with Gilmore Girls. What three? Hey, that's more than a. That's a All few, right. not a couple. But take a show like Lost. I'm I'm this close to not caring. This close. Okay. Well, this is the Gilmore Girls. Oh yeah, podcast, sorry, rock not topic. the Lost no. or the Simpsons. Actually, speaking of the Lost, there's a bunch of. There's like five of those in iTunes. Yeah, and they're all beating us. I know. Well, not all. Well, we got a bumped. Lot. Yeah, we got bumped by like two of them. <laughs> one's the official. One's the unofficial. So. A couple other things before we get to the spoilers. Just um, We got a, a couple of people who emailed us articles about the future of Gilmore Girls, and thank you for that. Um, from what I can tell from the articles, I think we mentioned earlier that the Paladinos might not be back next season, mm-hmm. um, and that's still up in the air. Yeah, nothing's been signed. Yeah. Nothing's I've read definitive. somewhere that if they do come back, Amy wants two more up, two more seasons, not just one. That's good. Which would be cool. And I've also read that Lauren and Alexis would be up for an eighth season as well. But right now they're only contracted for through the seven. Yeah. So if I was Alexis or uh, Lauren. Lauren and I was only contracted for seven years and I knew that they wanted – not seven years, but seven seasons. And I knew they wanted to do an eighth season, I'd be asking for a whole lot more money. James Gandolfini did for The Sopranos. Heck yeah, he held up The, the Sopranos. Yeah, that's why like the – the last season just started two years after the fifth season. Yeah, because they were negotiating. Because he is the Sopranos, just like the Gilmore Girls. Guess what? It's Alexis and Lauren. So, but they he did something cool, and I hope that they would do the same thing. Like he asked for this bunch of money, and he he split it with all the other main a- character or main actors, right? Because they weren't going to get any more money. Yeah, they, just they, him. they just said, "Look, you guys aren't. Each one of you is replaceable because." In a you know a show about gangsters, we could just off any of you basically. You know what I mean? So he, it's good that he helped carry carry some of that over for his other uh, actors with him. So Lauren and Alexis, if you're listening to this, which I'm sure you are, give money to Kirk. He's very funny. And Luke and Paris and April and Emily and Richard and yeah. all the good people. Logan. Oh yeah, Logan. Logan's hot. He needs money. Anyways. Um, I got an email, just wanted to answer it in the podcast because I thought others might be interested. Somebody asked, um, remember the episode where Rich and Emily had their second wedding? It was called Wedding Bell Blues. Mm-hmm. The song that played where 
Richard was like, well, tonight and only tonight you can call me Bill. And this song about Bill played. They mm-hmm. asked what the name of that song was. Well, the name of the song is Wedding Bell Blues, which is why they named the episode that. So Convenient. Wedding Bell Blues by Laura. It looks like Nero, N-Y-R-O. If you want to, it's on iTunes. want to get cool. it there. A couple of people have asked um, what we're going to do this summer after the season finale of Gilmore Girls. Since we won't have episodes to talk about. We're going to do some more character analysis like we did in the breaks. Um, probably be able to wrap those up this summer. And then if we run out of those to do, we might pick some favorite past episodes. Heck, even, and, even past seasons. Yeah. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all the way back to season one, we could pick pivotal ones or ones that were really funny or whatever. And then people can buy the DVDs and watch them along. Oh, that'd be really cool if we, like, maybe picked... We'll talk about one, right? And then maybe we could pick uh, and let the listeners know which one we're going to talk about next. Then they can pull the DVDs out, watch it, and then be, you know, have it fresh on their minds when they listen to our next podcast. And if you don't have the DVDs, oh, I know where you can buy them. Where? GilmoreGirlsPodcast.com. Just click on our ads. Yeah, somewhere in the I, oh, you know what? I brought them up to the front. They're in there. Just click on like previous posts. It's one of the first posts we put on there. I have some links to the uh, the seasons. I remember we're doing this for free people, so clicking on those ads <laughs> will help pay for our equipment and bandwidth. Our, yeah, <laughs> we kind of we kind of screwed ourselves and got popular. And <laughs> that's like <laughs> Not a really that we're complaining. No, it's a really horrible thing to say, but um, you know, I'm, I'm, that's a good. It's like a part time job for me is keeping the website up and you know keep making sure that the episodes are downloadable by you through iTunes quickly. You know, it only takes like maybe 10 seconds to download one of our episodes, which is pretty cool. So, you know, the more popular we get, the slower that'll get. And also have, we pay more in bandwidth. <laughs> so support our cause. Something. Click on some ads. Oh, you know what that sound is, David? I, I'm getting used to it. I believe that is the spoiler music. So if you don't like spoilers, we're just going to go an episode out. And we're really not going to discuss much more than was in the previews. But if you hate spoilers, then turn it off now and we'll, we'll or listen to us next week. And if you like spoilers, thanks for staying tuned in. <laughs> um, next episode, I get a sidekick out of you, episode 19. Um, it's the big wedding episode. Yeah, Lane and Zach. Fun. It's the spring wedding that was promised, even though it's there not it necessarily the one we want. Mm-hmm. But it's a wedding. So the night before the wedding... Um, Lorelai and Rory plan a bachelorette party for Lane. It kind of goes bad, and so does Zach's bachelor party. Hmm. So they end up having, like, I wouldn't say ghetto-fied, but just, like, a little makeshift party in, like, some vacant parking lot. The two <laughs> parties combined. Oh, really? That's kind of weird. So that'd be kind of good. It's probably do that to make it less separate scenes, you know, more characters, more funny bits. Hmm. I don't know. And then... I think we've talked about this before, but Lorelai takes Christopher as her date for the wedding, not because she wants to get back together with Christopher. Only because Miss Kim won't let her come by herself. Right. And Luke's still on the trip with April, and I think she even asked Michelle before she asked Christopher, but he was had like a Celine Dion concert to get yeah. to or something. Now, in the previews for the next episode, they show Luke like freaking out on the phone. He's like, oh, it's going all wrong. But that's... They're doing the whole thing again where they're showing more than one episode's previews. Yeah, they're, that's that's a ways away. So don't that, let that... I think, I think it's the episode afterwards. Yeah, so don't even want to get freaked out. And there's a, at least he's got a good explanation for that, which you'll get in the next podcast. Because I can't talk about it. Yeah, too many, too many episodes out. 
So don't don't you know let not your heart be troubled. That that'll be answered shortly. And then it says everyone attends two wedding ceremonies. They have one Buddhist one and one Seventh Day Adventist one. Hmm. Um, and then it's followed by a wild wedding reception in the town square. That ought to be fun. Yeah. You probably see a lot of characters there. Yeah. The whole town. A lot of your favorites. Miss Patty, I reckon, will be there. I reckon so. (laughs) As always, we have to give kudos and credit to our um, references. Spoilerfix.com and tvguide.com was this week's. Yes, thank you very much for everyone that posts on those websites. I also want to give props to our intro music. Yeah, that's uh, Don't Harass Betty. I should put a link up. How rude of me. I thought you were going to. I was going to last week. You forgot. I'll... Not only will I include one in the post for this podcast, but I'll put one on the side somewhere in the links section. Why don't I have a link section? Um, you've got like videos and stuff. So yeah, I'll add I'll add a link section. Yeah. Just oh, do it. that reminds me. I meant to say this like a couple podcasts ago. If you are a podcaster and you think that you have a podcast that Gilmore Girl listeners would be interested in, shoot us an email. I'm Dave at GilmoreGirlsPodcast dot com. Or, or you can shoot one to Alicia, either way. And we will. Oh, I'm Alicia at GilmoreGirlsPodcast.com. They have to know my email address. All right. And it's A L I C I A. Yes. So go, if you have a podcast and you want to get some airtime uh, or like an advertising slot, just give me an email and we'll, we'll work something out. Also, if you have a Gilmore Girls website. Yeah. And you. And you, you're the administrator. We, we get people that send us a lot of links like, oh, you got to check out this website. you got to check out this one. And we do, and we go through them, and you know, some are really, really good. But We're only going to post the ones of our listeners. Right. You, you know, if, if you're the administrator of an, a website or you own it, give me an email, shoot me an email, and then we'll, we'll put it up on the site if it's worthy. And not only can you email us, emails with questions or podcasts or websites, but... If you just want to leave us feedback, you can leave comments on this episode on our website at the comment at the episode page or on the members feedback section. Um, what's that password again? It's one 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 one. Don't tell anybody. That's a secret. Or you can leave us an audio, just like uh, these two fine ladies did. Hey guys, I just wanted to give you kudos from Britain. I've moved here from Seattle and was devastated that I wouldn't be able to watch Gilmore Girls. And though they do show old reruns here, they're not showing the new season. So every week I get a tune into your podcast to get the updates and I feel like I'm just at home. So thank you guys again and just let you know that you have fans in the UK. Hey guys, um, I think you do. I think the Gilmore Girls is such an awesome show and you could. You guys all do a great job on the podcast, and thanks a bunch. Bye. So, neither one of those messages, uh, neither one of those ladies left their names, but thank you very much for uh, for the kudos. <laughs> and you can also leave us a review on iTunes if you want. kind of gives us an idea of how we're doing, lets other people know about us, and what you think of us. If you hate us, you like us. Hopefully you like us. So I think that's it until next week when we discuss what happened and I get a sidekick out of you and then the spoilers for the next episode after that. Super cool party people. I just can't wait. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good week.